0: Hello, Eric Wilson here, and you are listening to the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. Welcome to The Porch, where we will hear some old-time fiddle tunes that will get your toes a-tappin', make your heart sing, and fill your mind with memories of the good old days. Our show today is a production of PorchFiddler.com, where you can hear all of our podcasts, read over show notes, find links to musicians and tunes, and catch some interesting Porch Fiddlin' videos on my YouTube channel. I would love to hear from you, so reach out and email me at porchfiddler@gmail.com. at Later in the show, I will tell you a story about lemonade and cookies. But first, let's get this show started with... Bayou Seiko, playing the song titled Biscuit Cheeks Two-Step. That was Bayou Seco playing Biscuit Cheeks Two-Step. Bayou Seiko is a musician musical duo. Their names are Ken Kepler and Jeannie McLeary, And they're known the world over. Ken and Jeannie are not only extraordinary performers, but they are ambassadors of New Mexico music. They have made significant contributions to New Mexico by preserving the cultural heritage of Hispanic and cowboy folk music and bringing it to life for future generations through their performances and teaching. And I quote from them, they say, We have collected music from older traditional American musicians for most of our lives, and we have learned to play many of their tunes and songs. We have especially focused on Cajun music in southwest Louisiana, and since 1980, we have learned from traditional Hispanic, cowboy, and Tohono O'odohan musicians in New Mexico and Arizona. Both of us play fiddle and guitar and sing. End quote. Our next old-time fiddle tune is The Long Way Home. Jim Childress is the fiddle player. next we have a tune by one of my favorite fiddlers, Mr. Clyde Davenport. More on him in a minute, but first let's listen to Clyde play, Patty, won't you drink some good old cider? Davenport is an old-time fiddler and banjo player. He told Jeff Titton that he was born in October of 1921 and raised back in the mountains in south-central Kentucky. He had five brothers and three sisters. Three of his brothers played the fiddle, so did his father and his grandfather. Starting in his mid-teens, Clyde played for dances in the Mount Pisgah region traveling in the mountains to play at some person's home for a square dance every Saturday night. Often he went with one of his brothers, and because none of them played banjo, the job of banjo playing fell to him. Clyde's first fiddle was something he made for himself at age nine. He says he just picked up the fiddle and played it. Nobody taught Clyde to play. He believes, therefore, that his ability on the fiddle is a gift. Here's J.P. Fraley playing an old-time tune called Mud Fence. You are listening to the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. have another song coming up shortly. However, I want to tell you that you can find out more about our show at porchfiddler.com. There you can read the show notes, find links to music, and many more sources of old-time fiddle tunes. Plus, if you are enjoying The Porch Fiddler Show, then please support us financially. You can donate a dollar or two each month. Your contribution helps us to pay the bills. Just go to porchfiddler.com and click on the Donate button for a safe and secure and easy way to send a buck or two our way each month. Now we get to listen to an old recording of New Money. Doc Roberts is the fiddle player. Porch Fiddler podcasts can be heard on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and wherever you enjoy listening to your favorite podcasts. This week we welcome our new followers. We have listeners primarily in the United States, but also from Singapore, Canada, Sweden, South Korea, um, Australia. I'm so glad that you choose to listen to The Porch Fiddler. If you have something to say to Porch Fiddler, you can email me at porchfiddler at gmail.com or go to our podcast homepage and send us a voice message. You can tell me what you think of the show, suggest songs or artists that we can highlight on upcoming Porch Fiddler shows, or just reach out and say, Hey! I look forward to hearing from you. Buddy Thomas performs Brown Button Shoes right here on the Porch Fiddler Radio Show podcast. There's a story in Them our Hells. Every person has a story, and it's time for our weekly story time on the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. <music> the following story is an extract from Bailey White's book, Sleeping at the Starlight Motel. One summer when I was a little girl, an old lepidopterist rented a cabin in the woods up the road from us. A lepidopterist is a person who studies butterflies and moths. He moved down from Atlanta with his tiny, perfectly round wife and a station wagon full of nets, spreading boards and killing jars. He was finishing up his life's work an exhaustive study of the butterflies of Georgia and he was, we learned later, an eminently respected and renowned scientist in his field. But to the children in my neighborhood that summer, he was just a very kind old man with a lot of interesting stuff on his back porch, which he was happy to show off and explain to us. His wife was a great homemaker and needleworker. And as soon as she had settled in and sent mr harris off into the pine woods with his butterfly net and two pimento cheese sandwiches she began baking exquisite little cookies and knitting little pink sweaters for me and all my cousins in the late afternoons of that summer when it began to cool off mr harris would come back with his jar full of buckeyes and checker spots and hair streaks, and the children from up and down the road would wander onto the Harris's porch. Mrs. Harris would serve lemonade and cookies in the shapes of flowers and butterflies of no known species. Mr. Harris would sit in his chair and arrange his day's catch, and Mrs. Harris would teach my cousins and me to do needlework. We sat for hours scowling with concentration, cross-stitching cute little scenes and heartfelt sayings on squares of linen. Mrs. Harris's knitting needles would go click, click, click. Mr. Harris would deftly pin butterfly after butterfly into the grooves on his cork-spreading boards, and the ice would melt in our thin lemonade glasses. After many weeks, my sampler was finished, Through the snagged threads and bloodstains, you could barely make out the words, Home Sweet Home. Below, what was supposed to be a cute pot-bellied wood cook stove in a cozy country kitchen looked like a wrecked 1941 Ford in a scrapyard. My clever cousins moved on to cruel embroidery and petite point, but for my second project, Mrs. Harris tactfully started me on something called huck-toweling, which turned out to be nothing but a dish-rag on which I was to stitch a border of giant red X's. After many rows I got tired of red, and looked with longing at the shimmering pinks and dense purples of my cousin's satin-stitched Persian flowers, but Mrs. Harris said I must set a goal for myself. In spite of the humiliating need of work, I kept going back again and again to the Harris's porch that summer. I kept going back because some afternoons Mr. Harris would tell us about his adventures as a young lepidopterist. Mr. Harris was a wonderful storyteller, and as the afternoon wore on, my red and green X's would begin to loop and tumble over each other until finally, when Mr. Harris told a story I wove my needle into the huck-toweling, folded my hands, and just listened. By the end of that summer Mr. Harris's work on the butterflies of the coastal region was complete, and the Harrises gave up their little cabin. The next year his book, Butterflies of Georgia, was published. Not long after that Mr. Harris's mind began to wander. He didn't know me when I went to Atlanta to see him, then he didn't know Mrs. Harris either. She got too frail to take care of him at home, and he was put in a nursing home. By the end of his life, he had forgotten everything he had ever known about butterflies. Every year when school starts in September, I teach a special science unit to my first graders called Butterflies of Georgia. I tried to teach them everything I learned from Mr. Harrison those summers of listening to his stories and holding his notebook in his killing jar while he dashed through the woods making swats with his big net. The End Bailey White's story is more about the legacy of an interesting old man than about Mrs. Harris's lemonade and cookies. You can find a link to this fun book of stories and the show notes at porchfiddler.com that's our story for this week you are listening to the porch fiddler radio show podcast <laughs> Norma Lou's Waltz was performed by Charlie Walden. That's our show for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. You can find the show notes of this podcast at www.porchfiddler.com. Please visit our website to support Porch Fiddler and click on the donate button to send a dollar or two our way each month. I want to thank John Lemankusa for his wonderful collection of old, fiddle tunes and musical notations. You can find the link to John's website in the show notes at porchfiddler.com. I also need to thank Larry Warren at slipperyhill.com. He has a vast collection of fiddle tunes there. The intro and ending music on this podcast show is courtesy of my friend Jazar at betterwithmusic.com. Thank you, Jazar. In next week's Porch Fiddler Show, we will highlight some more old-time fiddle tunes. This is Eric Wilson signing off for now. Stay in touch during the week by shooting me an email at porchfiddler at gmail.com or visit porchfiddler.com. Thanks and have a good week. Until next time, keep on porch fiddling.